0: Hey everyone. So it was obviously some big news hit the UK this week. We sadly lost our queen at the age of 96. She was in power for 70 years, which this is all I've ever, ever known. So we're just going to start the show with a uh, 10 bell salute. Please welcome back to the podcast, the one and only Mr. Isaacs himself. How are we today?
1: I'm doing well, Magic Man. I am glad to be in your presence once again, my man.
0: Good Absolutely. You. You're everywhere these days. What's going off?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of an enigma. I'm like all over the place here. I'm uh, I'm on the Wednesday show. I'm here on Saturday you know i might be mopping the floors on sunday morning or something after saturday night's wild party i, I don't know man i don't know where i'm gonna turn up next but uh it's been a blast and i've, I've had fun here on the all and wrestling network
0: absolutely man i mean you're always welcome to the show so if you had a good week
1: yeah yeah i can't complain too much it's been a good week very busy like we're, we're very busy over here right now um yeah i just wanted to say condolences on the loss of the queen i, I know mm-hmm. she's a I'm a historian. I have a history degree. I also have a political science degree, so I've studied a lot about British politics, and uh, I know that the Royal Crown hasn't always been seen in the best light, and they don't have as much power since the days of the Magna Carta, but uh, they are the head of state of the UK, Canada, and Australia, and they've been very influential, and uh, you know, Queen Elizabeth in particular has been a very positive light in the world, um, and everybody thinks fondly of her, so rest in peace
0: yeah absolutely i mean the news broke thursday night i remember just going into work friday and i was just like i just felt absolute downbeat you know what i mean it hit hit a lot of people
1: 96 years old man that's a that's a long life
0: absolutely so how much wrestling has managed to watch
1: uh, you know, I, I watch Raw, watch SmackDown, uh, AEW, both of their shows. Uh, you know, the typical core four, like I usually say when I come on the show. Um, <laughs> you know, I know we had a discussion a little bit earlier. I, I've kind of been out of the loop on Impact, I haven't been able to watch them much, but I did see on their YouTube channel I can pay one dollar and uh, start watching Impact. So I'm thinking about doing that. I might pick that up.
0: What's going on, Stephanie? Thank you for stopping by. Hi, Stephanie. So, yeah, let's uh, so we're going to talk about champions later on but first let's get into part 1 as we call the magic weekly. And our first topic of the day is now carrying cross is obviously back in WWE. I personally love this. Mr. Isaacs, what do you think of this?
1: I love it too. I'm a, I'm a huge Carrion Cross fan. I think he's got a fantastic look. I think he's got a star quality about him. Scarlet has a star quality about her. Uh, she, he's a badass. You know, he's he's big. He's got the aesthetic. He's good in the ring. Um, I'm excited about this, man. I'm glad that he went back to the WWE with uh Triple H at the helm. Uh I think he would have just kind of like you know, melded into the, the mid card of AEW, but in WWE, I I think he's going to go to the top. I'm pretty excited about this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you you think obviously now that Triple H is in power, that was like the factor for him to go back?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, when he came up before they put the stupid gladiator helmet on him and the, uh, the little tassel shorts or whatever, like he was, uh, you know, literally in the 2000 movie gladiator. It was just, it was ridiculous. It was a ridiculous look, ridiculous aesthetic. He looked perfect the way he was in NXT, and they took Scarlet away from him, and just it was just dumb, man. So I'm I'm glad now that like the NXT vision of Karrion Cross is now going to be presented on the main roster. That's how it should have been from the start.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, we're seeing a lot of an NXT roster now being called up to the main roster. Again, what do you think of this?
1: I love it. I, I'm I'm here for it, man. I love it. I think that uh For years, uh, NXT talent's been underutilized. I mean, there's been some diamonds in the rough, so to speak. But uh, uh, for the most part, they get it to the main roster. and, And it's just Triple H's view of wrestling didn't match Vince McMahon's view of wrestling. And it just was a styles clash. A lot of these guys came onto the main roster and they were lost. And they didn't have a vision for them. They didn't have anything creatively in mind for them to do. And even though they were good in the ring, I mean, there's only so much you can do with a shit gimmick and a two-minute match once a week, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love the fact that you said two-minute gimmick and a shit two-minute match. That's brilliant. (laughs) Oh, dear. But moving back to obviously Cross, do you think he's going to win some titles?
1: I think so, yeah. I mean, I think if he stays on the trajectory that he's on, you know, he's going in with uh, Drew McIntyre in a feud already from the get-go. I mean, that's a main event level guy from the Mm -hmm. start. Uh, I think there's a chance that he could have a good heel reign as world champion. Now, you know, I'm not sure when that's going to be. I mean, the Roman Reigns show is continuing for the, you know, 10th year in a row.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've lost
1: count. (laughs) But, you know, eventually I I think that if they decide to split the titles back Uh and put one on SmackDown and one on Raw, I could see him being a heel champion on Raw.
0: I could see that. Yeah, we shall definitely see what next couple of months brings. So we'll move on to our next topic. Now, it's funny you mentioned Impact. Now, the question I've got for you here is, do you think Impact's kind of lost its way over the past couple of years, in a way?
1: Um, Honestly, from and I haven't been watching the current product much, so I can't say a whole lot about it. But from my understanding, just from the reviews I see, it looks like the product is getting better than what it was. Cause a couple of years ago they were killing characters and they had uh-huh. all this weird outlandish stuff. And now it's like, they're kind of getting back to the basics of fundamental wrestling, uh-huh. uh, almost kind of filling the void of a weekly ring of honor show. And, uh, you know, I, I hear good things about it. Like I said, I've, I've just seen bits and pieces here and there, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, I know their viewership has been way low. I mean, they, they went from having uh, a million viewers down to like 30,000 or something like that over the past decade. it's yeah. uh, a pretty meteoric fall, Um, you know, if a meteor shot the other direction. Um, But yeah, I, I hope that they can kind of find their footing as kind of like a, almost like a supplemental Ring of Honor type organization, because I, I think that's what they're best suited for. They need to stay away from the paranormal stuff. <laughs> uh, let's, not, let's not kill people or you know <laughs> any nonsense like that let's move <laughs> past that i mean that worked in, in lucha underground like six seven years ago but i just and then the broken hearty thing but that's all in the past i just don't think you can recreate that magic
0: yeah i mean the reason i was i brought this up is because recently i've seen a lot of like wrestlers leave impact wrestling that's kind of the reason i obviously mentioned this i was the dlo brown's left now yeah. madison reigns at AEW, but well, they just don't they... have the money.
1: I mean, they're, they're just not going to generate the kind of money that WWE or AEW or even New Japan can. They're just not going to happen.
0: Yeah, I think it's also, like you mentioned there, the network. But I think Access TV does own that actual network, so it's kind of like two together. But I think, for me, they've got to get off that network because I do believe you can't access it, if I'm not mistaken on that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Access TV is like there's not a lot of providers that even offer Access TV here in America. I mean, there's not. I mean, I had it when I lived back home, which was a few uh, a few towns over from where I live currently. I moved here for a job, but uh, I had Access TV on the local cable company. But then, you know, I moved up here and they no longer had Access TV, um, and I switched to YouTube TV. They don't have it either. (laughs) <laughs> so i think there's only a few providers yeah. that even offer access tv so i haven't had it for a couple of years um like i said i, I kind of watched it when they were on twitch you know yeah. they had the impact wrestling twitch channel but then they dismantled that moved to youtube and put it behind a paywall and that's kind of when i fell out with
0: it. yeah we shall definitely see what in the next couple of years bring we impact this uh who knows they may change the channel again all can happen in a year i mean you probably agree with that
1: yeah, and I hope so. I hope they do. I hope they find a better channel to go on. The problem is, is that Anthem bought Impact and Anthem also owns Access TV. So like from a financial standpoint, it makes more sense for them to put it on their own network um, so that they have full control over everything and they get all the advertising revenue. They don't have to split it with a network per se. Um, it's the same owner that owns both companies, but it, it's dramatically limiting the viewership and the reach that impact has and and i i feel strongly that they need to go to another platform
0: yeah i think i fully agree i think that's a great thing to end on so the last question is for part one now this is probably one of my favorites it's called topic of your choosing this is where you get the chance to talk about anything you want so what do you want to talk about
1: well, you know, and I went back and forth on a couple different topics here, but I I, I talked about the AEW thing with CM Punk on Wednesday night. We kind of talked about that to death, so I'm not going to throw that out there again. I'm going to talk about something I really, really enjoyed and loved. Gunther versus Sheamus at Clash of oh, the Castle. What like, a match. Wasn't that not an amazing match. Like, it was great. It was a perfect strong style match. And I've, I've said this for years. I think Sheamus is incredibly underrated as a as a talent, as a wrestler. His strong style would fit in perfectly with New Japan. And I know that's the first five-star match from Meltzer that uh, he's given the WWE in a long time. And it's deservingly so. That match was by far my favorite match this year.
0: I love yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Did you watch the whole of uh, Clash at the Castle? <laughs>
1: yeah yeah i watched the entire show i thought it was really good yeah i mean i i you know the main event was good it was kind of a typical roman reigns match uh i i don't know if this is a uk thing or not liam maybe you can tell me but what was the deal with uh tyson fury coming out and singing american pie randomly at the end of the show like what <laughs> is that something that you guys do over there a lot like what is all,
0: all i can say is it's tyson fury is probably one of the most unique individuals when it comes to the uk <laughs> i'm a
1: big fan of his though i like tyson fury i think he's funny as hell and uh you know i I like watching him fight he's a he's a character
0: yeah i mean moving back to the seamus match i mean i've i think you've said it best the match itself was absolutely brilliant i did kind of feel sorry for the match what went on after because i mean the bar was set there
1: yeah I mean, it was it was brilliant. I loved it. Gunther might be my favorite wrestler from a technical standpoint. Um, I, I, he might have just moved up to my favorite. <laughs> like, I, I usually am a Danielson and Okada guy, but Gunther's right up there now. That was brilliant. And if Sheamus was in New Japan and not WWE, he would have more than one five-star match because he works that style perfectly.
0: What's going on, Matt? Noob and co, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, what's up, that. Noob?
0: I love that name, by the way. (laughs) So before we get into our main event, I've got a little question here. Now, if you're familiar with the F in Wrestling Network, there's a a little joke called this toothbrush situation. We've been trying to find it for absolutely ages. Now, apparently, according to our good friend, Mr. Canada Dry, it has been found, and it was in a toothbrush. Yes, apparently it was in a toothbrush holder. (laughs) But...
1: Where was the holder at?
0: Oh, you'll have to check that with kind of Canada Dry. I have no idea. <laughs> right, well, I'm going
1: to message him after this because I, I need to know the full details because that, that was a very long, exhaustive process. The toothbrush was on the milk cartons everywhere. Um, you know, it was all over Canada next to the maple leaf. Like, we got to know what's going on here. What what the hell happened to the man's toothbrush?
0: But apparently now he wants to know, have you seen his t- uh, hairbrush? <laughs>
1: no i have not um i would say he used to check with chris jericho because you know i said on wednesday night jericho's got the three faces of jericho now when he's lionheart he fluffs that blonde mane out like it's 1995 again i would be willing to bet they're both in canada i don't know how close in proximity he is to winnipeg but i'd be willing to bet jericho's got his hairbrush
0: well there you go canada dry if when you listen to this Check with Jericho, because it may be there. <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, sums that up. So we're going to get into some champions now. So uh, obviously you've done your research for this. We're going to talk about NXT, Ring of Honor, and of course, New Japan. So we're going to start with NXT or NXT 2.0. I right,
1: those to- colors.
0: <laughs> yes. I, got- I just <laughs> want to say I hate them colors, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> so just just explain how this is going to work we're going to talk about each champion and then you're going to rate them out of a five-star how you feel them as a wrestler sound cool yeah so the first one is of course is the nxt champion braun breaker what do we reckon
1: i love braun breaker i love him i wish they would let him be called steiner but i don't know if there's some legal issue there with uh, scott and rick but the guy's a hell of a champion he's a hell of a wrestler He's still a little green behind the ears, but, man, he's been putting on some good matches here lately. Uh, the match he had with Bate was amazing. I love the match he did with Ziggler earlier this year. He's getting a lot of really good experience and a good in-ring time with good talent. And starting to show. Uh, I think he's really starting to come out of his shell. He looks like a million bucks. I I would. He lacks a little personality at this point, but with the aesthetic and the physicality, and the matches he's been putting on this year he's a four-star for me
0: absolutely so four-star for braun breaker so we'll move on to the nxt women's champion mandy rose i just want to point out i'm not a big fan of the women's division in nxt so (laughs) just bear that in mind but yeah mandy rose
1: well the the division's definitely not what it was back in the era of the four horse women i mean that's for sure (laughs) i don't think anybody's going (laughs) to deny that i will say that For the vision of the current women's division at NXT, Mandy Rose has been really good. I think she's a star. She looks amazing. Her charisma is through the roof. She's an excellent heel. Uh, Mandy Rose has really blossomed a lot during her time at NXT, in my opinion. Now, is she going to put on a five-star clinic? No. No. That's just not going to happen. That's not what she does. <laughs> she's not going to be Bailey, Sasha Banks, and, uh, you know, NXT TakeOver. She's not going to have those kind of matches. But that's just not what she's there to do. Um, I think she's looked really impressive. I think her in work has gotten a lot better. Like I said, her promos are awesome. I mean, her look is awesome. I love how last weekend with the World's Collide event, she, uh, she looked like Liberty Bell from GLOW. But that's what she looked like. I was like, that's Liberty Bell. Uh, that, that was that was dope. I liked it. Um, You know, for the overall package, I, I'm going to give her a four as well because I think her and Breaker are the two big stars of NXT.
0: So this is an interesting one from Noob. It says, the NXT women's division wasn't the same when Asuka was around. Would you agree with that?
1: As in it's not as good as when Asuka was around? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I <laughs> 100% <laughs> agree with that. I mean, NXT as a whole... Is
0: not as good as it was when
1: Oscar was in NXT. So I, I think that's just kind of a brand thing, not necessarily just a women's division thing.
0: Yep, yeah, absolutely. So that's a fast star for Mandy Rose. So we're being consistent at the moment, aren't we? <laughs> it so goes down here from here, <laughs> oh, does it? Okay, so we'll move on. So we're at the NXT North American Champion. That's I'm up. I'm saying this right. Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes.
1: Yes. And I went back and watched some Carmelo Hayes, uh, particularly his match with Ricochet from Worlds Collide. And it was a good match. I really enjoyed it. I think he plays a good heel. He's very athletic. Uh, I like him. I I think he needs some seasoning. I I think he's going to have to work on his character a little bit before he moves forward. I'm going to give him three stars.
0: Three stars for Carmelo Hayes. So... We'll stick moving in with NXT, the NXT Tag Team Champions. Now, I don't not know anything about these guys, so I'm hoping <laughs> you can help me on this one. Pretty deadly.
1: You know, Liam, I'm going to be totally honest. I don't know a ton about these guys either. I, I know. Have you ever seen the movie Blades of Glory? I have. The, the movie with John Heater, who was Napoleon Dynamite, and Will Ferrell, and their male figure skaters. That's what yep. these guys look like. These guys look like male figure skaters. They've got a very interesting style. Uh, it's almost like the Beverly Brothers from back in the day. I don't know if you remember them or not, which is ironic because I think one of their sons is uh, you know, some other guy in NXT. I don't remember his name. But uh, <laughs> these guys, you know, I've watched a couple of their matches. I mean, they're okay. They're kind of generic. The most interesting thing about them is just their look because they look so damn different than everybody else. Um. And they just won the titles, too, so I I got to give them a chance to grow a little bit. Right now, I'm going to give them two stars.
0: Two stars. Two stars for Pretty Deadly. I mean, the thing is, though, now, I've got the picture right here, so all I can see is just figure skaters. <laughs>
1: Imagine one of them holding the other one up, and he's got his arms all flailed out.
0: <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, Jesus. I think we better move on. (laughs) So the last one for NXT now is NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. That is Caden Carter and Katana Chance. I do apologize if I'm saying these names wrong.
1: (laughs) No, as far as I know, they're correct. I mean, I'm not like a scholar of NXT 2.0 myself, but uh, I did go back and watch these two as well. Um, They work pretty well together. Um, You know, nothing too flashy, nothing too extravagant. I don't know why they felt the need to change Catanzaro's name, <laughs> especially after they put her in the WWE video game as Casey Catanzaro. That's dumb. <laughs> and now she's Katana Chance. I, I don't quite understand that. I mean, I, I guess Katana is a reference to like Mortal Kombat Katana, but she's not Japanese and she doesn't do martial arts. And I I don't know. I think sometimes with NXT, they just have like a name generator. Where yeah. they just like, you know, put a bunch of like random names in a box and then just like pull out a name and that's what they are. Um, they're all right. I mean, I I think uh, chance is better. Uh, I think she's the better of the two. She's super athletic and she could do some crazy stuff in the ring. Um, but Carter's all right too. I, I again, they just won the titles as well, so they've they've got to have some room to grow. I'm gonna give them two stars.
0: Sweet, two stars for Carter and Chance. Toxic so Noob... Attraction
1: is way better.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Noob... so we're just going to go back to Pretty Deadly a bit. Noob says Pretty Deadly is too comedy, to be honest. They should have been maximum male models.
1: Yes, they should have. Yes. <laughs> they, they would have been better because especially the blonde one, he kind of looks like Fabio. I don't know if you remember Fabio, but... uh the male model with the long blonde hair from like the nineties. It's, it's before your time, I'm sure. But uh it I'm probably older is. Fan. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I could see them as the maximum male models with uh Mase and Mansois with the weird promos with the water dripping down them. That's
0: yeah. This is brilliant. So we'll uh add to our next show, which is of course New Japan.
1: Yes, love me now see
0: Japan. Now, there's obviously a lot of things, so if if there's any you're not 100% sure about...
1: New Japan has 500 champions, so there might be a couple I'm not entirely square about, but let's go through them, and I'll I'll tell you what I know about them.
0: Yep, that's fine. So we'll start off with the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, the Switchblade himself, Jay White. I mean, I absolutely love Jay White, by the way. I love his heel work. I love his in-ring style, but over to you, Jay White.
1: I absolutely agree with you, man. I love Jay White. Jay White is an old school heel. He's great in the ring. He's got a great look. I went back and watched his Dominion match with Okada earlier Uh where he won the title. And uh, (laughs) it was just so funny. His heel work. He was yelling at red shoes, you know, the referee. And, uh, you know, of course, the crowd in Japan, because of the pandemic, they all have to wear masks and they're not allowed to make noise. And he was like accosting them to yell Switchblade, <laughs> <laughs> knowing that they can't speak because of the wall. Mm-hmm. I-, I thought that was brilliant. It was a great match. Jay White is awesome. I have absolutely no issue with him being champion. And uh, um, the only other person I'd rather have is Okada, but Okada is the champion every other six months. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I- I'm going to give Jay White five stars.
0: I love Jay White. Yeah, Jay White is absolutely brilliant. So let's read the comments before we move on. Natalia Markova is way more attractive than Toxic Attraction. Yes, I agree with that. I would agree with that as well. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, I don't know how true this one is. Do you want to read that one out?
1: Yes. New Japan is getting a women's title, and this is true. Um, I don't know how much you're familiar with the New Japan Strong brand that they started here in the U.S.
0: I know but, it briefly. I don't know much about it, though.
1: To my understanding, and I, I've been be, I may be wrong about this, but from what? I remember, I believe that they're going to put a women's title in the Strong brand. So it's going to be defended here in the U.S. because they own Stardom in Japan. So I don't think that they're going to mess with that because from what I know, Stardom and New Japan air on opposing networks. So they don't want to like stir the pot there, but they're going to have a women's division, an IWGP women's championship uh, that's going to be defended on the Strong brand here in the U.S.,
0: that is absolutely brilliant. I look forward to that. So we'll move on to the IWGP junior heavyweight. I don't know if you know much about this one. It is.
1: Uh, yeah, go ahead.
0: It is Taji Ishimori. And I. Ishimori, uh, yeah.
1: You know, I, I'm not incredibly familiar with Ishimori. I'm more familiar with the previous champions, uh, oh. Takahashi. And, uh you know, El Fantasmo oh. before that was absolutely brilliant. I loved him. Um, you know, Ishimori, I, I I'm not incredibly familiar with him. I did go back and watch his match with Takahashi and it, it was really good. I mean, it was a good back and forth. Um, obviously the junior heavyweight division is kind of like their version of the cruiserweight division, so it's very like up tempo and back and forth and a lot of leaps and jumps. And um I, I don't have a whole lot to say about the guy. He's very solid from what I've seen of him. Um, you know, like I said, I don't think he's the best in the division. I think El Fantasma is the best junior heavyweight they have. I think they need to get the belt back on him. So I'm going to give uh, Ishimori,
0: I'll give him three stars. Three stars it is for Ishimori. So you should know these next two. If not, we're ending the show now. <laughs> the never open weight champion, the machine gun himself, Carl Anderson.
1: Yeah, and I went back and watched the match where he took this title from Tama Tonga, and that was a really good match. I think it was on the Dominion card a couple months back. Um I like Carl Anderson. I always have. Uh, he had a great singles run in New Japan, even before he teamed up with Gallows and became the uh, the Good Brothers. And I think they belong in New Japan. You know, I, I don't think they belong in Impact. I don't think they belong in uh, AEW. I, I think they're New Japan guys. I think that's where they need to be. And Carl Anderson is a great wrestler. He's the more technical of the two. Um, I like him quite a bit, man. I think he's a great wrestler. Uh, that match with Tomatonga was great. Uh, the Never Openweight Championship is just one of those kind of random mid-card titles that they just <laughs> put on people when they don't know what else to do with them. It's usually held by Tomohiro Ishii, but <laughs> he lost it a couple of reigns ago, and uh, you know, now it's with the machine gun. I I love Anderson. I'm going to give him four stars.
0: Four stars for Anderson. So apparently this is a little question here. Wasn't Ishimori wrestle in Impact Wrestling a few years ago? possibly i mean i don't really know
1: to be totally honest with you i mean he might have there's a lot of guys from new japan undercard guys that have come over and done stints and impact over the years yeah Um, so that's it's probably true i'm not a i'm not well versed in ishimori to be honest with you
0: Uh, so yeah sadly mate we can't answer that question now this next wrestler is one of my actual favorites in new japan the iwgp united states champion the man himself, Will Ospreay.
1: <laughs> of course, you got to love your fellow countrymen, man. I mean, Will Ospreay, what can you say about him? The guy is absolutely terrific. Um, I love the fact that Osprey kind of uh, developed into what he is now, where he was kind of one of those flippy-dippy indie kind of guys for several years. But then over the past couple years, he's bulked up. He's put a lot of extra muscle mass on. He gained a great heel persona. Uh, he's gotten a really good technical game where he's not relying so much on the uh, the flips and the jumps, but he does it just enough for it to really add value to the matches. I love Will Osprey. I think he's brilliant. Uh, he's five stars in my book.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, as you mentioned there, his heel works absolutely brilliant. Do we think we're going to see Osprey on Omega down the line? <laughs> and
1: now i don't know (laughs) i I think before last weekend that was a possibility i don't know about now i know they insinuate that there's real genuine heat between them i don't know if that's just a work of them trying to build something for down the road or if they legitimately don't like each other i don't really know um but with all the drama going on i don't expect to see omega or the bucks or punk back for quite some time to be honest with you if
0: ever well, we shall see. Obviously, they're all been suspended. There's loads of reports. We're not going to get into that because obviously we spoke about that on Wednesday. But yeah, we shall see. Yeah. So we'll we'll move on to the strong open weight championship. Now I oh, were a bit surprised with this one. It's a man who goes by the name of Fred Rosser. Of yes. course we formally know him as
1: <laughs> Darren Young. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> of the prime time players. Yeah, you know, Fred Rosser. I watch New Japan Strong. Uh, which is their American show like we talked about earlier they do it uh usually out in California on the west coast um it's very good Fred rosser's awesome like he's a very good technical wrestler he's a big strong dude he sells really well he he has a great intensity to him this is not Darren young from the primetime players this guy' is, like completely reinvented himself and I'm a big fan like he had a match with uh ruthless Robbie lawler for the the um the strong championship, and it was an awesome match. It was a great back and forth. There was a lot of blood in it. He gave a passionate speech afterwards because his his parents were in the crowd. He had blood dripping down his face. Brilliant. I loved it. I'm going to give Fred Rosser
0: four stars. Fred Rosser four stars. I think, as you mentioned there, I think this is not the Darren Young from the WWE days. This is a complete different type of guy. And he looks that's amazing. What I'm- he,
1: he, he's adapted to strong style very
0: well. Yeah. The one thing I love about this as well, you might agree, is some, some wrestlers come out of WWE, they reinvent themselves so much and they look better for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that happens a lot, um, especially the guys that are like really good with technical wrestling because they just don't get to show that much in like a three minute match on Raw or SmackDown. Um, and Fred Ross is one of those guys, man. He's, he's blown me away with his work. I mean, I I don't hear enough people talk about him because I think he's great.
0: Well, like I said, four stars for Fred Rosser. Next, it's the IWGP Tag Team Champions. Of course, these are <laughs> FTR.
1: <laughs> who have not wrestled on one New Japan show. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I- I mean, what can you say about FTR? I love FTR. They're a throwback. They're the, uh, the Midnight Express of the modern era, the brain busters of the modern era. I love them. Uh, Dax Harwood, I think, is legit top 10 wrestlers on earth, um, much less them as a tag team. They're way better than the Young Bucks. They are the best tag team on earth. Uh, love them. They haven't defended the titles in New Japan, but they will eventually. Probably at Wrestle Kingdom, I would imagine. And I can't wait to see how they go against, because that's going to be awesome. Five stars.
0: Yep, yeah, but it, like I said, as a tag team, you can give them five stars. From the New Japan side, we can't really give them, obviously, score, because they've not obviously like defended them yet. But yeah, I mean, FTR is absolutely brilliant. So, And we'll get to yeah. them later on. Right. <laughs> it's kind <laughs> so, of double
1: dipping here, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we've got a couple more for New Japan. The IWTGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team. Of course, this is TJP and Francisco Akira. I was a bit surprised that TJP was the champion.
1: Yeah, I, I've seen TJP wrestle for New Japan quite a bit, usually in the strong brand. And uh, he's a great talent uh you know he usually works as a heel he does really well at it um you know he's he was the uh the WWE cruiserweight champion when they brought it back for a reason he's a hell of a talented dude um i'm going to be honest i've not seen them work a tag match together <laughs> so <laughs> uh, i i think because i really like tjp i'm i'm going to give them at least two stars but uh i I think for this one, it's just going to have to be NA, because I'll be honest, I've not even seen them team up with each other.
0: Right, so that's the first one we cannot give a score. That's absolutely <laughs> fine.
1: The jury's out on that one. Yeah. I'm
0: going
1: to have to do some more film study on that one.
0: <laughs> yep, so we've got two more for New Japan. So the strong, open-weight tag team, of course, this is Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis. I've got to be honest, I've only seen these on AEW, and I think they're absolutely terrific, but over to you.
1: Yeah, I honestly don't know anything about them. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> these these two and the um, I think you got one coming up. The uh, the six man junior heavyweight. I, I don't I don't really know much about them either.
0: Right, that's fine. So I'll just mention this briefly so people know who they are. The never open weight six man tag team is Yo Ikorogoto and Yoshihashi. So these are the two you're talking about. Yeah.
1: That's I, fine. I don't, really, I don't really have much to say about them, to be honest with you. <laughs>
0: right, that's absolutely fine. We well, shall... like I said,
1: New Japan has like five hundred champions, so like <laughs> some of them kind of get lost in the shuffle.
0: Do you think, from a wrestling point of view, you can have too many titles in a company?
1: Absolutely. I think AEW has too many champions. I mean, my God, they defend championships from three different promotions. Um, <laughs> they've got the AEW titles. They got Ring of Honor titles they've got some iwgp they've got some AAA. like when when uh, ty Mello and uh Sammy guevara came out and they had tag titles i was like what the hell is this They're like <laughs> this is for the AAA intergender tag championship. i'm like what the hell is that i've never heard of that
0: no Sorry. i think that, that's the first time i've actually heard that they've actually intergender titles
1: yeah i would never heard of that but yeah you can have too many titles that's for sure now in new japan their shows are like you know 10 hours long anyway so i i guess it's okay i don't know i guess the japanese public doesn't tire as much as the american public does when it comes to viewing but uh um yeah i think it's a bit much i think they have too many
0: well that ends finger so that means we've done nxt we've done new japan that means there's one show left which is that ring
1: of honor
0: ring of honor so a horrible
1: new logo tony khan what are you thinking man
0: yeah it is, a is
1: so much better than this shit
0: I absolutely hate this logo, (laughs) by the way.
1: This looks like he he went in Microsoft Paint. He paid some intern to go in Microsoft Paint, and they used like a pre-selected font and just put Ring of Honor ROH, and that was it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So let's get through to the Ring of Honor champion. So, of course, the Ring of Honor world champion is, of course, I'm going to say Cesaro because that's all (laughs) I know him as.
1: (laughs) Good old Claudio, yes. I I love Claudio, man. I think he's awesome. Um, I I do think he can be a little overrated at times, but uh, he's a very solid technician. I think it was the right move to put the title on him. Jonathan Gresham's great. Don't get me wrong, but Claudio's got name value. People know who he is. If you put him on on the screen with a title belt on, everybody knows that's a guy who worked at the top level of WWE for many, many years. I think it was the right move. Um, I'd like to see him have a little more charisma, but you know, at this point of his career, I don't think that's really going to happen. I'm glad William Regal's kind of being his mouthpiece. Uh, I noticed last night on rampage, he, uh, he was the one who kind of spoke in the promo battle that they do with Mark Henry right before the main event. You know, it's time for the main event. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think he's great. I'm going to give him four stars. you lock up on me my man hello 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 Mr. Wakeland. Oh. Well, I don't know if I'm still alive, and I don't know where the the Magic Man went, but (laughs) I'll see if we can uh, get him back here. got a little technical difficulties here. I'm going to see if I can uh, help Liam get back on here and we'll see what's going on.
0: I do apologize for that, guys. We had a massive uh, connection issue there. Are you still there? There you go. (laughs) I am so sorry about that. My internet has absolutely just crashed on me. I have no idea why.
1: Oh, it's all good, man. I held the fort down while you were gone. I told everybody, hey, got a little technical difficulty. I'm going to see if I can get the magic man back, and we're good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's absolutely fine. So we're obviously on to Claudio.
1: Claudio gets four stars from me. Very technically proficient. I'd probably give him five stars if he had a little more charisma, but I'm going to go with four.
0: Four stars for Claudio. Right, there we go. We're back on it now. That is the first time that has ever happened to me. I'm really annoyed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it It happens.
0: Yeah, no worries. So we'll move on to the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship. Now that this is, of course, held by Mercedes Martinez. I do feel this one's kind of underrated. Would you agree?
1: Oh, absolutely. Mercedes is a veteran. She's been around a long time. I mean, she's scrappy. Um, I, I would like to see a little more work from her on a high level, because I do think that the matches she worked on AEW were kind of, yeah, they were okay, but they didn't blow me away. But, I mean, she's got a body of work that speaks for itself. Um, I think she'll do a lot of good for the Ring of Honor women's division. Assuming Ring of Honor ever comes back with a weekly TV show, I think she'll be good for building up younger talent um i'm gonna give her three stars
0: three stars for Mr. martinez now next up is the ring of honor world tv champion this is of course held by
1: samoa joe
0: samoa joe
1: i love samoa joe when you when you think i mean samoa joe is so synonymous with the ring of honor brand i mean is he not
0: oh no i think that's the first person i think of when i think of ring of honor
1: and me too i mean he's absolutely brilliant (laughs) love the guy I kind of think that he'll actually start being used in AEW more so now uh, in the absence of punk and the uh, the elite. Uh, I noticed he came out this week and, uh, you know, did a segment. Um, I love the guy. What can you say about him? He's a brilliant worker, great technician, good psychology, great promo. I love his intensity. I'm going to give him five stars.
0: Five stars for some more Joe. I kind of agree with that one. So I'm curious to see what you're going to say about this next one. It's the right. Ring of Honor Pure Champion. Of course, this was won recently by Daniel Garcia.
1: The Rock's wife. Oh, <laughs> wrong Danny Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made that joke on the uh, the the, the uh, Dynamite post show the first time I was on, and I don't think JFB in Canada dry new. I don't think they got the joke. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> they mentioned it. Danny Garcia literally has the same name as The Rock's wife, ex wife. But uh, <laughs> no, in all seriousness, though, I love the pure title. I love the rules. Um, I love how it's like old school throwback wrestling. I talked about this some on Wednesday's show. If anybody wants to go back and watch it, uh, Wheeler Utah was fantastic. I loved him in that role. And I think Danny Garcia is going to be great in that role as well. Uh, he's young, he's an up and comer, he's got a great look, he's technical, he's charismatic. Um, I don't think he's quite there yet as far as being five stars, but I'm going to give him four stars because I think he'll be five stars in a year or two. But if you're asking me to rate him right now, I'm going to give him four stars.
0: Yeah, I think he's still a bit green. I think he'll get better. I mean, but he's still a really good technical wrestler. But, yeah, four stars for Garcia. Yeah. Now, we spoke about the next one earlier on in New Japan. But, of course, there you have are... Co- ftr they are the ring of honor world tag team champions can we add anything what we said to him earlier
1: not really i mean i i think they ought to be the aew champions too i mean they've got the iwgp i think they're still the AAA champions go ahead and just give them the aew titles too and they could just carry four sets of belts out to the ring you know kind of look like the ultimo dragon but as a tag team Yeah. <laughs> i think that would be great love these guys best tag team in the world five
0: stars Yeah, I can just imagine him having like a red trolley just pulling all the titles as they come out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you remember those old... Again, I'm a lot older than you. I'm ancient. But uh, uh, those old Monday Nitros where uh, Ultimo Dragon would come out and he had like seven belts and he would have some draped on him. And then his manager, Sonny Ono, would have some draped on him. And it was just like such a cool aesthetic. You know, he had this robe. He would stick his arms out and he'd have belts hanging all down his robe. It was really cool. (laughs) <laughs>
0: no and i'm actually gonna have to find that
1: oh ultimate <laughs> dragon was brilliant dude you need to check out some of his work
0: yeah absolutely so of course we've got one more left to finish for to finish the whole show the ring of honor world six-man champions of course this is dalton castle and the boys
1: <laughs> and dalton castle is no longer under contract with ring of honor so <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see i, I like dalton castle I, I don't think that he's a. Uh, you know, he's not like a technician. He's not your typical Ring of Honor kind of guy, but he's just got such a, a, a look about him. He's got such a star quality about him. I'm kind of surprised this guy didn't jump ship to the Dota v a couple of years ago. Um, you know, obviously, as the six-man champions, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll give him three stars just because I like Dalton. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't think that he's going to stick around there. I, th- I think he's probably going to leave. He might end up in the NXT now.
0: Yeah, well, we shall see. We shall see. So that wraps all the champions up. But I've got a couple little questions for you. Yeah, man Let's is, is there a is there a champion? It could be any time which sticks out for you.
1: A champion, any time that sticks out for me uh, of a particular promotion or
0: any promotion,
1: any promotion. Hmm, probably. Uh, Brett the Hitman Hart is WWF champion back in the 90s. Like, to me, like Brett Hart is like the quintessential world champion, he's my world champion of my lifetime. Uh, I love that guy, I'm a favorite wrestler of all time. And I love the uh, static of the quote unquote winged eagle championship (laughs) belt, even though all eagles have wings. I don't know why they call it that, but (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, man, Brett the Hitman Hart. Uh, And when I went to a show one time when I was a kid, And he defended the title and he was walking backstage and he had it on his shoulder and I was about two feet away from him right at the entrance and I had the belt right there in front of my face. It was just iconic in my memory. So um, when I think of a wrestling champion, that's who I think about.
0: Brett Hart, Brett Art, that pretty much wraps it up. So, of course, you're coming back on the show in October for something we call Ask the Expert.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am the resident expert around here, and uh, I, I cherish that role. And uh, I think uh, from what we discussed, it's going to be a little bit of a role reversal, right?
0: That's correct. So, of course, the last two times you've been on the show, obviously, I brought you questions. But this time I've said, you know what, let's mix it up a little bit. You bring some and questions. I
1: am going to dig through the ditches and uh, burn through the witches and Dragula. But no, I, I'm going to like get really, really deep here. And I'm going to find the best professional wrestling questions that I can possibly find to present the Magic Man. And it's going to be brilliant. I guarantee Absolutely. you it's going to be a great time. I'm going to find the dumbest shit to ask you about. Um, it's going to be great.
0: I mean, when the questions I've asked you, so this is kind of like... I deserve it, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> it's be wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, is it October the twenty. I can't remember what day it was.
1: I, I don't remember the exact date, to be honest. I'd have to sift through our messages. But uh, yeah, sometime in October, towards the end of it, I believe, uh, we're going to reconvene <laughs> and do this thing over again.
0: Absolutely. Plus, anybody who's listening, if you've got a question for the expert, send it to him. The guy will do his best to absolutely answer it. I mean,
1: absolutely. Yeah, guys, if if you want me to ask Liam any questions uh, not pertaining to where your, your bathroom tools are, but if you have like an actual serious question, send it to me. I'd be happy to present it to him. And uh, it could be any wacky wrestling question you could think of. If I think it's suitable and entertaining, I'm going to put it out there.
0: Absolutely. There's no limits at all. So I'm super excited for this. And that pretty much wraps the show up. Don't forget that you can tune into all the All If in Wrestling show tomorrow as we do the top 10 catchphrases. That's, I'm so, and I'm going to be on that, so I'm super excited for that.
1: Yeah, I voted in the poll online. Uh, of The greatest catchphrase of all time. I said it's because Stone Cold said so. So...
0: A stone cold
1: said so. That that's just iconic
0: to me. Yeah, I cannot wait to see what's on the list because I've not actually seen the list yet. So this is going to be fun. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm sure and it'll
1: super, be a great show. I'll I'll try to catch it if I can.
0: Not a problem. So don't forget, you can head to fmwrestling.com. We're always putting new stories out there. AFW, our prediction league is due to start the new season on the 28th. I'm so are you are you in for season three? I am.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I kind of came in at the tail end of the previous season, but uh, this season I'm going to crack some skulls, man. I'm going to be the champion. (laughs) I've been watching wrestling for 30 some years. Nobody out there is going to predict it better than me.
0: Wow, that's fighting talk. I cannot (laughs) wait for that. (laughs) Don't forget you can head to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash effing Wrestling. Buy yourself a nice little shirt.
1: Yes, I need an effing Wrestling shirt.
0: There's absolutely loads of there. So, <laughs> Matt, as always, Mr. Isaacs, is there anything you want to plug?
1: Yeah, I, I might be on later tonight on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Mr. Isaacs. I've been uh, streaming some call of duty Warzone and some back for blood. You want to see me kill some zombies on screen and uh, bullshit and have a good time. Uh, come hang out with me, man. I, I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, other than that, uh, I, I'll, I'll be here on all F and wrestling probably, uh, sometime soon
0: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely don't forget to like share and subscribe and i'll see you all in the next one magic man out